Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in paints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my man who loves it when things end before their time, Frank. How are you today? Well, uh, I'm great, but we have to go right now. So you can find us on the internet at beerwithgeeks at gmail.com. And, oh, sorry. Did I end that before it's time? I always, my timing is never quite right. Sorry. Get me to get my stamp out. Canceled. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. That's good. I have a beer and you have a beer, which makes us pretty great, doesn't mm, it? Yes. Makes me, makes me happy to be here. Beer mm-hmm. riched, bothered, and beer wildered. Beer puns. Beer puns. Good. Beer. Excellent. Yeah. Cool. Excellent. You tell right. me what you're drinking first. I am drinking a. Uh, I'm drinking a beer from. Are, are you familiar with uh, Mayflower? Yes. Local I am Massachusetts. Yes. Uh, absolutely. Yes. I am drinking their Be Revered Ale. <laughs> uh, yes. Massachusetts puns. <laughs> yes. Get it. Revere. Paul Revere. Ha ha ha. Uh, yeah, no, it's great. I love it. It is um, quite delicious. It's I haven't seen it in very many places. I've seen I've seen Mayflower around Massachusetts, but um, I have not seen the Be Revered Ale very much. So uh, I am quite quite enjoying it. Um, rarity that it is. What about yourself? What's you, what you drinking tonight? Today, whatever time of day it is, wherever you are, wherever you are, five o'clock everywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm drinking a Revival Brewing Company Hammer, which is a uh, pale ale, which is a pale ale. I got it specifically because it is the can is a play on Jaws, but instead of oh, Jaws, it's so a, cool. Instead of instead of a great white, it's a hammerhead, and it's awesome. It so that you can't ignore it up until it bites you in the ass. That's oh my god, the, that is such a cool can too. The label has mm-hmm. looks like the poster from Jaws. It's cool. Hammer is H A M R too. It is uh Yep, and it's a pale ale and it is uh delicious. I'm gonna read the the can as I always do. Diving into the deep end, our offshores inspired pale ale is a brew with a bite. The shining sun colored glides with a hop aroma that's stubbornly bold. Paddle past the standard and enjoy the perfect beer for the oceanic state of mind. Nice. Because I live in Rhode Island now, and as you know, Rhode Island is the ocean is called the Ocean State. Ocean State, because the ocean literally runs through it. That's yes. where, it's, like, it it's usually borders other states. The ocean literally goes all throughout the state, which is why it's Rhode Island. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. So you can learn so much, but you learn so much when you're a transplant to a place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I hate to cut off this conversation before it's time. Oh but yeah, we have to we have to we have to head out. Um, this so, conversation's been canceled. Let me just 
Let me just set up what's coming, and then we'll and then we'll peace out. Okay. All right. Yeah. All good. right. So so Frank and I are going to reveal to you our deepest darkest secrets, uh, and um, just so you know, mine starts in a prison in Belfast. And nope, I'm sorry. Nope, that's oh, it. We're out. We're yep. out of time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's that. Yep. Okay. That's it. Okay, canceled. Beerwithgeeks.com and Gmail and Facebook and whatever else. We and hit our five really years. Ma- it doesn't really matter because it's over. Whatever. We hit our five over. years and now it's over. That's it. It's Yep, that's right. Three minutes and 30 whatever seconds that's, in or whatever all. it that's is. That's all. That's done. doesn't matter. Four minutes. Uh, anyway, Frank, we're going to talk about um, shows canceled before their time. Yes. Shows, shows canceled before their time. The cut. The wound is deep still for some, for some of these shows. It's, it's so, still raw. It's raw. Now, we've seen this happen uh, quite recently to a bunch of shows, and that's why we want to talk about it tonight. We could talk about other ones from our past that are painful, but I really tonight would like to talk about Swamp Thing. I'd like to talk about Krypton, and I would like to talk about the Netflix MCU shows because yeah. those are the ones that, in the fan community, those are the ones that, have upset people kind of across the board. There are certainly other shows that uh, that have been canceled recently that upset people, but those are the big ones right now for us. So you didn't watch Swamp Thing, um, and but we both watched Krypton and we both watched the MCU show. So let's start with Swamp Thing and kind of get this out of the way. Swamp Thing was freaking amazing, and they, it was canceled after the first episode, and everyone was like, Wow, this show is incredible. I can't wait to watch more. Oh, well, I guess I'm only going to watch nine more, if that. And normally, Frank, for me, I when I hear a show is canceled, I'm like, well, I'm not or I'm not going to watch it. Like, I know it doesn't resolve. Like, why would I give you the time of day? Yeah. Be- yeah. I watch Swamp Thing anyway, because that's how much I love Swamp Thing, because that first episode was amazing. Wow. And it And it ended on a cliffhanger, Frank, as they all do. And, ugh. I, it in a way, actually feels almost like a mini series because it wrap up it wraps up in ten episodes, and in the tenth episode, and only really the tenth episode, you can feel like, and we're tying all the things together, you know, and and but like the pieces where you know it was going to continue onward, still top not since that since that first first one. Tax tax cuts rebates people missing money whatever the reason is it doesn't sure. matter I'm gonna miss it a lot because people really brought it it was very expensive show it was supposed to the budget was supposed to be like ten million and it ended up costing them eighty whoa so, that's way over budget yeah so I I can in a way understand like they just wouldn't make that back on DC Universe like six dollars yeah. a month or whatever it is like you know I. That's a lot of money. So that right around. there, that's your reason most likely for cancellation then, right? Is that just, I, just the budget got away from them and they, they just couldn't make it uh, be a worthwhile investment at that point? I think so. I think that's a... And I, you know, and I, I can give that to them because it is an incredibly good-looking show. But I mean, like, in perspective, the first season of Game of Thrones was $10 million, You know, so it's not right. like... It's not like, you know... 80 million is n- normal for a show, you know, to look around, you know, to yeah, to shop around. Like that's a that's a lot of money if that's oh, if yeah. that's the case. I mean, Deadpool was made for less than that. So, right. Um, 
so I can I can totally I can totally give that to them, but I would really really like to see more Swamp Thing because it hurts. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. hurts sometimes. Anyway, so true. Frank, let's move on to Krypton because you, as a podcast, were canceled before your time. <laughs> as as yeah. as was Krypton. Can you speak about Krypton's cancellation at all? Can I speak about it? I mean, yeah, I'm not affiliated with the show, so sure I can speak about it. Um, yeah, um, th- this one still hurts. This is the raw one, you know. Um, they they left the show on a cliffhanger, um, a bunch of cliffhangers of a bunch of things that um were looking to be very very exciting going into season three. They teased a whole bunch of things involving stuff like dark side, uh, yeah, dark side, and uh, what looked like Thanagarians or parademons. Uh, they they teased um, Brainiac coming to Earth uh, with a kidnapped Jor El, like they kid baby Jor El, baby yeah. Jor El, like all these really cool things that they teased. Uh, I mean, uh, General Zod was uh, connected to the Black Mercy, like all these really cool ways to end um, season two, and we were all a little bit. Um, I don't know about nervous, but suspicious. Raised an eyebrow when we saw that there wasn't a teaser for season three or even a mention of a pickup for season three when last year season two was picked up right at the end of the of the season one finale and we got a little teaser for season two um, right right then and there. So we were all a little bit like, oh, that's odd that they, they didn't do that again this year. And then a few days later, we got the news that um, it it is canceled. Um, sci-fi will not be moving on with it you know as of as of this recording as we're talking there are still people talking about you know maybe it'll get picked up by dc universe or by another network or or whatever but uh or another streaming service but um no confirmation of that right now and you know cameron welsh the showrunner released um uh, a quick treatment of of what season three would have um started with um so that makes me think if he's releasing that on twitter um that probably the show is is probably not continuing. Uh, otherwise, he wouldn't give that away. Or he's gauging audience reaction for somebody to pick sure. it up. That would be the optimistic point of view. Yes, yes, uh, there there is. That's always possible. And I, it's honestly that is what I hope for. Um, but it's yeah, it's a bummer because it's it was such a good show. I talked about it a bunch over on Shoe Krypton, Derek and I for the last two seasons. But like. You know, we got 20 hours of some of the best Superman television I've ever seen, and Superman was never in the show. Um, and people people will sometimes... Uh, I was talking to our friend Lauren about this, and she said, you know, you don't like the... the You don't like Man of Steel, which is, like, from David Goyer, and this show is from David Goyer. Um, how can... You know, how, how do you like it so much if, if it's from somebody who, who you don't really, you know, care for their work? And I, I said, like, well, it's it's not Superman, it's it's his it's his grandfather, grandfather and it's his his ancestors great great grandfather um, yeah yeah uh, but uh but it, so it's not superman necessarily but it it what it does really well is it it um shows how superman came to be and it shows all the people who uh made him the man he is you know but even before mon pa kent right um and, and it's so it can take some liberties with things um, that I won't be bothered by because that's not 
Superman. That's Sagal. That's his grandfather. That's Val El. It's his great grandfather. So I, I'm not as bothered by that. I've always been. I've always loved the stuff like any stories where Superman goes back to Krypton or whatever. And this is sort of a non cheesy way of doing that. Like instead of having mm-hmm. it be like a cheesy alternate timeline or time travel or whatever, um, like in a, a Silver Age comic that while I love them are pretty cheesy, um, it it does that. It does it in a a really nice really cool way it pays so much homage to superman uh the character and so much respect everyone who works in the show has respect for superman in a way that frankly i didn't feel from the dceu so um it's a very different feel even if it's from some of the same people and i just i loved it it was some of the most fun television of the last couple of years for me and it's just so sad to see it get taken away from us but um i'm still holding that hope like i said as of this recording there's no reason to think that 100 percent it won't come back so i'm still got my fingers crossed that uh it comes back somewhere else and derek and i get to keep podcasting about it yeah no that i that all makes sense and i was really thinking about i was thinking about krypton and like where it stands in comic book shows and whatever else and i it, it's so unique in that it's a it's a comic book show that doesn't actually deal with superheroics. Um, like, there are certainly heroes on the show, but they're not superheroes. The closest you get is Adam Strange. And even then, he's not, he's, Adam Strange is not really a superhero, you know, in yeah, the he show. Doesn't even get the tra- he doesn't even get the trappings of Adam Strange until this season two finale. Exactly. Oh, can you imagine if you actually watched two seasons and he didn't, he was like, just no. Adam, like that's like, yeah. oh, what a waste! What a waste of a character. And and so you can, if you, it's not just about loving a superhero, but loving the entire universe. And I think yeah. that's what that's what makes Krypton so special. Is that it's not just like, yeah, I love Superman, but I love everything in the DC universe. And so here is a show that let me hang out in the DC universe. And yeah, it was about Krypton, but it included a lot of stuff that you wouldn't even have the opportunity to explore if you had to, if it was a show about Superman. Because right. you, all your, cause your focus then is about Superman. And so like, I'm not all of a sudden watching a show about Lobo hunting Brainiac and then General Zod doing this thing with Doomsday and, you know, like like all of that stuff the the space politics of it is hmm. something you would you can't really explore in a regular superhero show because they need to go and beat somebody up you That's know right. and they need to go and do that so yes this is like yeah it's the superman mythos mythos just like pennyworth on epics right now is the batman mythos technically but there there is a that's a show about you know, spies and, you know, British politics. And you're like, that's not a Batman show. But if you love the DC universe, then you get to hang out in the DC universe and you don't have to kind of watch the same thing over and over and over again because superhero shows really are the same thing over and over and over again. And and so are superhero movies for that matter. It, and right. comics aren't. Comics are the place that like you really don't see the same thing again and again and again because they have you know, uh, literary freedom, I guess, in some way, depending on the depending on the book and the label and the character. But Krypton is a is a example. Even like Smallville and Gotham don't exist in this category, right? Because you're literally watching 
the young versions of those superheroes. You're watching Clark Kent in high school. You're watching Bruce Wayne in middle school and high school and like all those other characters that they're about. But you're still those are technically still kind of superhero shows in their in their own way. And Krypton is so far past that. It's and that's why I think that's why I think it's so upsetting that not only did people not watch it to like give it that chance to be like, you know, like you say you love the these things, but you're not say giving something a, a chance. Yeah, that's that's the you know, that's the, that's the that's the sad part to me. I think that's that's why I get um, it would be like, say, like people loving Marvel, but never hearing of Guardians of the Galaxy. So never going to it. Yeah, right. Right. That's yeah, yeah that's just, true. Just I, give it a chance. I, it doesn't matter it if had, you've heard of it or not. Just give it a chance. Eve, I wish it had even gotten a chance to wrap up, you know, even if they if they uh, just gave it a, a, a shortened third season or something, I would have loved to have seen some kind of a wrap up. Uh, right. I hate, I hate, hate, hate ending on a cliffhanger, but here we are. So I agree, which is why I don't say consider like, say like Gotham doesn't fall into this category because Gotham wasn't canceled. It was given a short season five to wrap up its plot threads. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I think, I mean, they left a lot of plot threads dangling in Krypton, like a lot of them. A lot. So I think that it would be very, and it already being 10 episodes would be very hard to be like wrap it up in five folks i know i know i i I, even i wish they'd like just let it be a web series to finish it out it's something like just something where i could get it and finish it you know like even if because they've they've done that uh big network shows will do that if they cancel a show mid-season they'll be Mm -hmm. like we're not going to air the rest of the episodes maybe sometimes they will but sometimes they'll say we're not going to air the rest of the episodes but they're available on demand on our website or whatever I would have been, ha- you know, if they had canceled it halfway through season three and we could see the end of it, I would have been happy. But, you know, would you know, t- here's, where, here's where we are. Would you take a season three comic book? Oh, yeah, I would take it. Absolutely, I'd take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I would take it. Digital <laughs> first, you know, like a Smallville. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Right. Like Smallville season 11 was. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I totally would. I totally would. Um, I would prefer a show, but I would be happy with a comic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would prefer a show, too, because there's something like I can read the Thanagar the Thanagar ran war. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can already read that story. In fact, I have read that story. You know, I want to see something like that played out in a new way on the screen. Right. Because as much as the comics are fun, I'm very used to seeing those characters on a page. Yeah. You know, like very rarely do you get like, Ooh, you know, somebody's showing up again. You know, that's exciting. But I do have a clear, I do have a question about Krypton. Clarify this for me. Um, Seg L is a comic book character, right? He was not created for Krypton. Se- Segel, at one point, even though like he's certainly not a main character in the comic books or anything like that, just like Jor-El isn't a main character in the comic books, but but he does have a pre-existing he does have a pre-existing place on on the page, so, right? So I don't think so. Um. I I believe he was created for this show. Okay. Because I I had never heard the name before this show. Um and I I know well, um I may I may I actually I may take that back because I do know that there there is another character um called Sag L. 
S Y E G. Okay, that's what that's what this character was originally going to be named, Seg L. Um, and they changed it to Seg L. Um, He is the former head of the Kryptonian Council. um, Blah blah blah. Once the leading member of the his he fathered two children, Jor El and Zor El. Okay, so so there you go. So 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 Seg. Seg so, with a Y in the comics is his grandfather. So his grandfather, Seg L, with a different spelling, is literally. Yeah, so, so you there. were right. The character did exist before the show. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, just yeah, che- yeah. I just checking because I didn't think he was. I could have sworn he was like a. Because John Byrne spent a lot of time like crafting Krypton before yeah. it blew up a different Krypton. So I just, I just, I could have sworn he was real. And so that's That fine. makes sense. You, yeah. I, I love that Se- Seg L is, is a pun. Me too. Oh yeah, Jerry yeah, Siegel. Yeah. Jerry Siegel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but okay. Yeah, Schuster I thought they had made it up. For... Schuster didn't work as well on Schuster. Krypton. No. Yeah, I guess not. Too bad. But uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Krypton, we hardly knew ye. But yeah. that's all right. Are there any other shows that you that that were canceled too far? I, I've got. I mean, I've got a bunch more, but I've got one more I'd like to talk about. But I want to hear if, if you have any others. Well, we get to certainly discuss the MCU on Netflix yeah, getting sure, getting sure, sure. like cut like crazy. Daredevil for me is the one that hurts the most, probably because it was the I think it was the first or the second one. Pretty maybe Iron Fist was cut first, but I think everyone went well. Yeah, you know that wasn't a big surprise for people, and nor and I didn't I don't it wasn't great. So like I heard the second season was much better, but it was already canceled by the time that. It was already canceled by the time that I was ready to watch it, so um, so I never got around to it. Daredevil is the one that hurts the most because season one is excellent. Season two, for my money, is very good, and season three was just superb. Season it was three without without standing. Mm-hmm. And it does wrap, which I which I do appreciate. So even though they expected a fourth season and they were gearing for it and they were getting ready, it does actually feel like the completion of a season, like three season long story. And technically, like four, if you count the if you count the defenders, and so right. and so because that wrapped up some Daredevil plot elements. So at least it does feel complete. So you can actually go back and watch the whole thing and feel like you've gotten a whole story. Because the only thing lingering out there is Bullseye, really, mm-hmm. and Vanessa. I guess those are the two things that are kind of lingering. But that's okay. It don't feel like oh my god, like are they going to survive or not? Like it feels like a new status quo, which is which feels okay. But since the but since the rest of them got canceled, like it just like I can't bring myself to watch the next season of The Punisher or, or Jessica Jones or Luke Cage or whatever, just because I'm just like, well, they're done. So that's how I felt too. That's how I felt too about those other shows, and I feel bad feeling that way. But but that is how I feel. Like ugh, I just I just can't bring myself to watch a already canceled show. Like, and I haven't always felt that way. But in this in this case, I'm just sort of like, oh, I'm just gonna be sad when it's over. Yeah, that's why I've actually never gone back and watched Firefly ever because it, it's canceled. Why? I saw Serenity, so technically yeah. I saw the wrap up, so I got it. That's true. If you saw the wrap up, then, yeah, but uh, but Firefly is just so so good. Like that is one that, even though I understand the feeling, I'm like, oh, but that one's worth watching anyway. It's so I love it so much. It's so good, but I understand the feeling. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was the one you wanted to talk about? Um. Two or three years ago on Fox, there was a show called Pitch. Oh, I don't um, even remember that. Yeah, it was one season only. Got canceled after one season, and it was so good. It was a show about 
uh, the first female MLB player. It was like oh. a, it was like taking place in in like present day, and it told the story of a, a woman joining Major League Baseball as a pitcher. That's the name of the pitch. Um, not the pitch, pitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it was so thoroughly just thought provoking and fun and funny and sweet and uh, just such a good telling of that kind of a story. I mean, I'm, I'm a baseball. I love baseball. Mm-hmm. It is like my one sport that I actually enjoy and follow. Uh, <laughs> and it, it was just such a good show. So well written. The actors were phenomenal. Um, and I I really, really enjoyed it and was so, so sad uh, to see it end. And it also it also ended on kind of a cliffhanger uh, and just just never, never got never got to see season two never got to see what happened with it after that so that was one that really bummed me out and and i'm not i wasn't surprised because i was just about the only person i knew who watched it um so and you had never heard of it so nope um so there you go but um it was created it was created by uh dan fogelman who oh yeah he, Mm -hmm. he worked on gallivant and and this is us um so good you know good pedigree creator of this is us um well, obviously, he went on to go do important yeah. things for television, yeah. I guess. But right. still, that I think that this stinks. was the one he did between Gallivant and This Is Us. I think this was his project in between those two. Gotcha. Um, okay. So, yeah, it's it's too bad. Uh, I think he is he is working on Indiana Jones Five. You know that vaguely rings a bell. I think mm-hmm. you're correct. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so yeah. he's he's working on some awesome stuff. But yeah, uh, it was a real bummer. Uh, pitch was really, really great, and uh, I really loved it. And sad that it didn't, it didn't make it. But if you are, if you are not like Tim and I, and you enjoy watching a show, even if it's been canceled because you know it's good, I would recommend uh, finding Pitch uh, wherever it's streaming and, and checking it out. No, that's good. I have two that popped into my head. Uh, they were canceled, I think, one year after the next. I think something like that. Um, the crazy ones, the Robin Williams television comedy. Oh. With Sarah Michelle Gellar, I watched that. Oh it, yeah, I remember that advertising yeah, sure. agency and stuff. I wouldn't say that it was excellent, um, but it had. I watched Robin Williams every week. Be funny. I remember you saying this back when it was on? Yeah, and so that was one that I was kind of like, oh, I'll miss you. Yeah, and, yeah. And the other one was actually I really enjoyed was the Muppets. The you know. The behind-the-scenes Muppet show. Yeah, like the Office-style show. Mm-hmm. I, I watched a couple episodes of it and, and didn't really care much for it, to be honest. Yeah, they were they went through a bit of a struggle. They got like a new showrunner halfway through right. the seasons and everything like that. And I can understand. I can definitely understand uh, maybe why it got canceled. Just couldn't find an audience. People don't like it. Like sometimes when their childhood things become adult things, yeah, they have a very hard time separating those things from one another. So, but I I really enjoyed it because I kind of discovered the Muppets a little later in life. That's right. Yeah. So I yeah, so I liked that one. Um, a couple of shows that are were dev- were for kids that got canceled before their time. One actually would have been Young Justice, but you know, mercifully got you know, you know, we're back, baby, saved. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. 10 years later, but, you know, we're back, baby. But um, the Spectacular Spider-Man and Wolverine and the X-Men 
and the animated Green Lantern television show. Oh, that's right. I never watched that show. I remember we were at New York Comic Con when it was like we went to a panel for it and they showed yep. concept art and everything. Mm-hmm. Got those photos yeah. somewhere. But um yeah. but I never actually saw the show. Yeah, the one I, I think I missed the most out of those would be Spectacular Spider Man. It was really fun. It was really, really, really fun. They had a stripped down animation style. Um but it so they put all but that means they put all their money they put all their frames into the action mm-hmm. so when Spider Man was swinging it was so pretty and smooth and I beautiful bet. yeah it was it was really great and uh, Wolverine the X Men was a, a like kind of like um kind of like Young Justice was a little bit more on the adult side of kid TV sure so it didn't it didn't find an audience to buy toys right yeah and that's where and then same Green Lantern was another one it just didn't it couldn't sell the toys so it didn't it never yeah. got and never went any further but if you want to talk actually about a show that like really explored the like the space you know the anti-monitor was in it in the first season wow like, yeah i know i know that's and they so just, freaking cool in i a, know in a kid's and, show in a kid's show and they just went for it you know wow. and that's so i miss i think and krypton is like that too it's a show that goes for it and those seems to be a swamp thing went for it though those seem to be the ones that don't do well yeah i i you know there's something to be said for taking risks but you know they're called risks for reasons sometimes they don't pan out right um sometimes that doesn't find an audience sometimes it's too niche um and and it just doesn't find the the mass audience you know yeah um you said something before about how comics will will branch out more and they won't repeat things as much that's because they're not really going for a mass market audience as much no in comics some, i mean they, some they would, books are some, some books are some books, some books are, are. Mm-hmm. a lot of the events tend to be um trying to attract a bigger that's uh, right or, or like you know if they're doing a new issue number one of something but but by and large, comics know that they have a niche of very loyal, devoted fans, and they want to give those very loyal, devoted fans new stories because they've seen it all. So you got to keep it fresh. A That's movie right. audience, TV audience, is a much more mass market audience where people maybe have not seen these stories before. So they'll take things from the comics and and they'll maybe do things that might be a little what what comic fans might consider a little more by the book. Because we've read so much, but a TV audience or movie audience maybe hasn't seen that yet. Um, so, so yeah, I, 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 all that to say, risks are are taken, and for people like us who are big, big fans of those properties, we appreciate those risks. Uh, but it might go over someone's head, not because they're not a good fan, or not because they're uh, just because they're not familiar. They're not familiar with the characters, and they don't have the same meaning to them, or or the characters, or whatever the risk is they don't have the same meaning to them as it does to us yeah um, i completely i completely agree with that i completely agree i think sometimes when we get stuck on things like because we're familiar with those characters already it's like well it's okay like it'll be okay i promise like the show like because you already know you have an in already but even we weren't familiar at one point you know everybody kind of starts somewhere but like some of those shows that you mentioned you know like pitch and the crazy ones whatever Nobody knew any of those characters. That's right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like so, like as for comic book properties, like I want to be like, it's okay if you if you don't know anybody because like you watch other shows where you don't know anybody either. The show introduces you to them. That's right. And so I think people have to maybe think about that even when it comes to adapt properties, comic book properties, whatever. That like it's okay if they're not a super famous character, and that doesn't mean they don't have any worth because other characters are. You didn't know who John, you didn't know who like. 
Jon Snow was before you watched before you watched Game of Thrones either. Sure. You know, like it, you learned, you yeah. know, so um, I think that's always important to go when you're going into a movie, uh, a book, a television show, whatever, like those properties are there to tell you about those characters that you go on those journeys with them. So you learn something. Um, totally. And so, and yet, yeah, there's a reason why adaptations and remakes are so popular right now, because there is proof that people do appreciate something when they have some familiarity with a property already. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Which is where something like, say, like Krypton, like they hoped for that audience, like Superman yeah, label, yeah. good, Superman, yeah. good. You've got that part. So come with us. But sometimes that can be a detriment because people are like, well, well, well Superman's not in it, so I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think there needs to be. Yeah. It, but I mean, like. But, but people only know Superman again because they've made other Superman things, you know? Yeah, like George Reeves, Christopher Reeve, Lois and Clark, another show that got canceled. What's up with yeah. that baby? I would like to yeah, know. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So another show. Yeah. Oh well. All right. Well, Frank, you can find us on beerwithgeeks dot com. Well, you already know this, but you know, you Frank can find us on beerwithgeeks dot com, Gmail, Facebook, and Twitter. You can rate and review us on iTunes and find us all the places podcasts can be found. You can head over to thoughtbubbleaudio dot com to check out other Thought Bubble Audio shows. And you can head over to patreon.com slash audio to keep this show going so we don't get canceled. <laughs> yes, very good. Very, very good. Yep, stamp, canceled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> uh, well, Frank, it's been a delight, and uh, at least I know you're not going anywhere. So no, no. That's the, that's the important no. part. All Five right, years so. down, X number more to go. Exactly. Five plus years down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 All right. So, well, until next time. Cheers. Cheers.